Woo, GMAT. Yay. Hello and welcome to Epic. Ep- ep- <laughs> Put that on the Patreon. The, Put that on the Patreon. That's the first time I've ever fucked up the intro. Hey, but you got, almost got a full word into it before you did, so that's pretty good. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the GMAT podcast. Why does somebody not know how to flush a toilet after they've had a shit? Disgusting. Today's episode is brought to you by Tiny Build, the independent developer and publisher. And uh, and we'll talk more about them later. That intro was brought to you by Martin Watts, not Martin Short, which I wrote down before. Or Martin Freeman. <coughs> or Martin Freeman. We're joined by Bep, Beppa J, as we said last week. Hi, Bep. Hi. Yeah, good. Mm. You nailed it. I remember saying that when Bep comes on, she'll do that radio voice. Yep. Guess- both of you. You both said that. Hello. Yeah. But no, you're talking like Hi, a run. Talking like Great a normal to be human here being. Today. Yeah. yeah, you guys have really talked me up. Mm. Thank you. I felt really bad in that one podcast where just out of nowhere, I was like, I can't remember the context of it, but I was like, oh, you know, Ben was some, doing something and Becca was, I don't know, sucking dick or something. Hmm. For no. absolutely no reason at all. Don't recall. And it's like, and it's like, you only work as a prostitute at night time, so I don't know why you'd be doing, oh, whatever, fuck you both. Ben, tell me about your dream. Huh? <laughs> tell me about your dream. I had a dream. This is the first thing you said to me when you walked in. I was like, <laughs> save this for the podcast. Oh. I had a dream. Actually, first he said... Hang on, hang on. Let me... <laughs> okay, all right. So I had a dream last night. Yeah, yeah. And you were there. Yeah. And you were there. Oh, wow. And Aiden was there. And it was... The dream was... We all know where this is going. Mm-hmm. I was in a mad frenzy, like working and doing art shit and doing a whole bunch of stuff. And then I came into a place where you guys all were. And I knew I had in the back of my brain I had something that I had to do with you guys. So I was like, alright, go there, finish that, go there. And I got there, and you're like, perfect, this is great. And you were all sitting in chairs doing makeup, and I'm like, oh fuck, that's right. Uh, we'll start the musical tonight. And I was in a musical with you guys. Oh no. And I knew in my head, I'm like, I don't have any songs, so that's fine. But it's opening night, and I have not even read the script. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, huh, this is gonna be interesting. And uh you were sort of doing something, talking to someone. You're like, yeah, yeah, not, not, not now. In a minute, in a minute. We'll, we'll, I'll talk to you in a second. I was like, yeah, no worries. And then I went onto the stage. I was like, yeah, no, nah, this is definitely opening night because people were like putting a thing up and someone was sweeping the floor and there's a stage manager running around. And then I looked up in like this tower, like this Rapunzel-esque tower on the side of the stage. And Aiden was up there <laughs> warming up out of the window to the where the audience would sit. <laughs> so I don't know what that says about what I think about Aiden. <laughs> oh. And then I went up to Beck and I was like, guess what? She's like, what? I went, I have not even read the script. And I was a main role. Like, I was like, th- maybe third billing. <laughs> and you were so mad. You're like, oh, I can't believe this. And you just the stormed off. <laughs> yep. And then I just had this overwhelming sense of joy. It's, it's the happiest I think I may have ever been in a dream. Because I was just like, I'm just going to go out there and make it up. And I'm not going to tell anyone. <laughs> Beck's mad, so she, she'll probably tell someone. But they're not going to spread it around to everyone by the time we go on stage. So I will get out onto stage and I'll just assume what the next line will be. So I'll get into a scene and I ran through it in my head of like, oh, this is going to be the best. And uh, it was awesome. I never actually got to do the thing, but it got to like, you know, places, five. And uh, I was standing, I was like, this is probably going to be the best story that I'll ever have to tell. Because so many people paid so much money to be here. And I'm just going to go there and go... Well, I guess I guess we should send Belle to wherever she goes next Isn't he supposed to be Scottish? He's supposed to be Scottish <laughs> What was it? I guess we're supposed to send Belle Is that Bertel? <laughs> That's great It's mm. a great dream It was really It was heartwarming 
Have you ever done a show where you've just gone out and had nothing? Or done anything where you've just gone out and the lines aren't there and you just blank mm, on stage? Yeah. Not not gone out and had it happen. But there was a point where I just went, I don't... How, I know where we are and I know where we need to go. There's a whole bit of terrain in the middle that I don't know the layout of. <laughs> and you just lost. Yeah. And I was just standing there looking at the guy and he's like... <laughs> Good podcast content. <laughs> what was he like? Wide-eyed. <laughs> just... Shaking his head expectantly, like, fucking open your mouth and say words. <laughs> oh, that was the one when I was a kid. There was one that I did, like, the last thing that I ever acted in, where one night, it was the best scene we had. It was a comedy, and it was the, the funniest scene between two guys, and I was playing someone who was sort of inept, and uh, he was talking to me, and he had to ask me why I was here, and I sort of went on this rant. So I said, why are you here? And I went, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and he went... Opened his eyes wide. No, but why are you here? And I was like, here, here. And I was trying to do that thing. That they always put in comedies where someone will be trying to guess someone's name and they'll do like an action. will say, here. And they'll be like, what? And then they'll guess the name and it'll be, you know, just something stupid and wrong. Like his name's, you know, Bort or whatever. And they're like, oh, Bort. And they'll be doing an action that should describe a Borting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was... It's, it was a pretty awful feeling. You just get that cold sweat down the back of your neck. You're like, oh you're my like, God. Everyone's watching. Yeah. And, and a second ago, when you knew what you're doing, they were just watching. But now everyone's watching. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Bep? The one and only time I ever had a lead role in anything. That's probably why. Um, Who wrote it? Yeah, I had the first line in a, in a song and I just completely fucked it. And That's Spring Awakening, right? Yes, you were in that with me. Yeah. Although, oh, I thought you were talking about your own thing. No, no. No, oh, okay. Um... Yeah, you had the lead role in that. I did, yeah. Never again. Um, Not yeah. going to cast yourself again. You were no good. <laughs> you were hard to work with. <laughs> now you know how directors feel. <laughs> you, to, you were always late. <laughs> we didn't take direction well. You also got spanked really, really hard in that show. Not spanked. I got hit with a stick. With a stick. But I had what was called a booty booster on, <laughs> which I went and got from Sexyland, which is the local sex shop. Um, and it's like, it's, I don't know what they're actually for. They're just to... I guess to make your ass look bigger. Yeah, it didn't really work for me because I had like a big like 17th century skirt over the top of it. But it was so that when he hit me, it would seem like it was actually happening, but I didn't feel it. Except the nights when he missed it altogether <laughs> and actually got my skin. Yeah. And then I was just getting hit with a stick. Method. Yeah. I remember I heard it because when, when he waxed the, when he was whacking, when I was in the show as well, and he, he was hitting the, the, what's it called? Booty booster. The booty booster. And it's making a real hard sound. He's hitting it with a piece of bamboo, like a fucking... A switch. Mm. Yes, but no one knows what a switch is, right? <laughs> That's like an American thing. I don't know. It's a twig. It's a st- What's a stick? A twig. <laughs> so hey, it's not a twig. Hitting the shit out of it. And it's like, oh, that's, that's, that would fucking hurt. Like, imagine if that was real. Like, we're supposed to be making it. And then Bep comes off stage crying. Oh, yeah, I and, did. And I was like, oh, shit, Bep got really into it tonight. <laughs> he was just destroying the back of her legs. Like, just that. below her ass and her thighs. People were like consoling me backstage. I know, because oh, you crazy. got the shit whipped yeah. out of you with a stick on stage. But then I had to like, then I would collapse to the ground and cry, like fake cry. Mm. But yeah, that night it was real crying. <laughs> so that was my best performance. An actor at work. An actor prepares. Oh, God. <laughs> I, um, I, when I did the show, when I did uh, Arrow, which I did with you, Ben, and... Who directed that? Aiden. Oh. Who wrote it? Me. Why you say like it's a question? Because I was waiting for you to say, "What's?" I thought you were going to be something to do with you. <laughs> no, no. Did I see that one? Was that when you were in the band? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, ben was in the band. And there's a part in the show where 
I'm listening to a voice message and I make a I make a sandwich or like I butter a piece of bread and put some oh, Vegemite on that's it. That's right. And I did that and it was whole grain bread, whatever, yeah. or multi-grain bread. And I'm eating it on stage and then I was like, <clears throat> oh shit, <clears throat> I get a seed right in my throat. And it had gotten in my throat to a point where I just couldn't make any noise. I was I was like, <clears throat> and I'm like, oh my God, I have to go out and sing. I have to sing a fucking song in a second. And then I went into the fridge and drank some beer and like tried to like on stage. I'm like really trying to work this seed out of my throat. And I'm like, <clears throat> trying to people not to notice that I'm coughing up. And then I go to sing and I was like, <clears throat> and then I sang fine. And then about halfway through the song, the seed came back, <laughs> came back to say hello. And then I worked it out. But that was terrifying. That was, I, that's where I remember the sweat down the back mm. <laughs> where I was like, oh God, it's just me. And how many people in the audience? Mm. I'm fucked. I'm I'm, I'm I'm a goner. I guess that's what happens when you try to eat a peanut butter sandwich in four seconds. A Vegemite sandwich. Oh, sorry. I wasn't. I was eating it fine. It was like I had heaps of time to eat it as well. And so I had. So to- why'd you do it in four seconds then? Because uh, I remember watching you eating that and being like, "Man, he's hungry." Because I had to wolf it down, and I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> if I can eat on stage, I'll, I'll get it done. Yeah, I remember that night. I just thought you'd forgotten the words because I played oh, the intro and then we got to where you would start singing. And it's not like there's a hard stop and then you come in or anything. So we just kept going and I sort of looked around and just went, okay. and we just did the intro again and then maybe a third time. And then I think after that you came in and like nothing was wrong. <laughs> it's a true professional. <laughs> I thought, I thought you, because I said afterwards, did you forget the words? I'm like, no, no, I was choking to death. <laughs> oh, well, that was a good job then. <laughs> <laughs> just chaps. Yeah. I, I was surprised how my voice came back. I was mm. like, it's gone for the rest of the show. It's dead. When I was in high school, I said Beauty and the Beast. And I was the the candle and, and my other friend was the, the clock. And we have a scene. And then halfway through the scene, Mrs. Potts comes out and goes, and like busts through the scene and, and cuts us off. Mm. And so we're talking about nothing. And they get to the, sign, the, the end of my line, which is something like, so anyways, I got a, uh, hello, and nothing. I was like, and then we had like a four, like a, a hard four minutes of just improv talking on stage. <laughs> really? Waiting for Mrs. Potts. Potts to show oh, up. She was just God. out the back, just sitting there at the back. And then someone at one point was like, this doesn't sound right. Jeez, I hope we don't get interrupted yeah. any <laughs> bloody minute now. Yeah. And then eventually she comes out, hello. <laughs> and I could see on her face. She was like, I'm sorry. I'm like, it's fine. I'm going to kill you when I get backstage. <laughs> I'm going to break your fucking legs, Stevie. That's I've been that person though. I did that in Midsummer Night's Dream in <laughs> high school. I completely missed my entrance. Amateurs. Yeah. Amateurs everywhere. <clears throat> All right. Mm. First time I met Beck. By the oh. way, Beck is her name. But in streams and just in life, we're like, ah, Beck, Beppa, Beppa J, BJ, Min- Sister Midnight, all the fucking names that she's got. It's Beck. Hi. So yeah. I met Beppa J doing Spring Awakening. And the first thing she said to me. Oh, no. You prepared. <laughs> which is so Beppa J to do. Was she, she, you know that when you, you, you meet someone at a show and you're all traveling from different places mm. and you introduce yourself to someone, you want to ask the question, you want to ask, um, oh, so how far did you travel? Like, that's a good, like a good icebreaker to be like oh how far do you have to travel to get to rehearsals whatever and she got to she said what's your address no. <laughs> excuse me i said where do you live oh where do you live <laughs> not better what's your address <laughs> and i like laughed because i thought it was like 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 a funny icebreaker and mm. it was just one of, you know because i knew this guy who used to come and be like hey your parents like to anyone he met yeah right and i thought it was just like i was like oh this chick's a little a weird little bit yeah yeah yeah, out. but not the kind of weird you thought. No, no, <laughs> actual way weird, worse not than that. humorous weird. <laughs> yeah, that was very funny. That's just that's what I did last week with with Garbett. I was mm. like, when was the first time I met Garbett? I was like, when was the first time I met Beck? Two fantastic stories. <laughs> mm. I first met her when we did the read through for the draft of Deus. 
Really? Oh, that far back? That's more of a story about you than me. I was just a Is bystander it? to was it? something fantastic. Mm, what, which also now is just, just a bit sad now, isn't it? What? Do you remember? Oh, I don't know if this is okay. Remember your... Oh. <laughs> cut that out, no, cut that no, out. Okay, cut. <laughs> yeah. Please, please cut that out. That's cut out. That All is right. gone. That is gone. Yeah, the first time I met you was the Deus read through and did I bring you to the It's Deus? still a Did I like Yeah, say, no you did cuz I'd never met her. That's the reason is it was weird was cuz I knew everyone else who was there. Just context, Deus is a play that Ben wrote and I was in. Who directed that? You did. Oh. <laughs> that was the first play we did. What did the reviews say though? It says fucking tight, didn't they? Mm-hmm. They said the last brunch they were a bit whack about your writing, but all the Deus ones are great. But they love the directing. Only one person was weird about your writing from the. Anyways, we're talking about days now. Yeah, um, <clears throat> we can do the. We can talk about it all though if you want. Yeah, but we'll get into do it. the we'll full interview. It. Um, yeah. So you brought Bep. I'd never met her. Everyone else who was there, I knew. There was five, five or six of us, and we did the thing. And I was like, "Hey, thanks for coming," because I didn't know she was coming and I didn't know her. And she didn't say anything afterwards. Hmm. I was like, D- you didn't add anything. Have you got any constructive criticism or anything? Because I've not done this before. Oh, yeah. You messaged me afterwards. Hmm. That's right. And she was like, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> the name of the play is Deus Ex Machina or God from the Machine, which is like a writing term that means everything just gets solved by something floating down from the heavens and giving you all the answers, hmm. which was the entire point of it. She's like, well, it is certainly a Deus Ex Machina at the end there, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, you tried. <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. That That is... Uh huh. Yeah, that's the point. That's the that's the forty-five minute long joke. Yeah, <laughs> it is exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess in a way you got it, but also not because you're like, oh, well, you know, a couple more revisions maybe it won't be so on the nose. I'm like, well, on the nose is kind of the point, <laughs> and thus set up a dynamic for years to come. <laughs> I so you you didn't stage manage Deus. No, Mm-mm. I did the last brunch. Well, did in quotation marks. I didn't do much. She was there. Yeah. I was there. I did, you did more. I kept a seat warm. Oh, no, I guess you didn't really do much. I did the I lighting like, and the sound. Oh, that's right. You teched it no, as well. No, there was a lot of... S- we got some of the costumes together. You, you did Deus the second time around, didn't you? No. Who the fuck did that? I think I did it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when we did it for free. Who? Deus the second time. Who teched that? The first one? No, the second time round. Oh. <laughs> Who wrote, directed, and tech that show? Oh, there's bloody Ben. Uh, I'm most proud of my tech work. Really? Up to five lighting cues for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I pulled it back a little bit as well, just for that. Did you? No. I, I just... think we went harder. Did we? Oh, yeah. The second time was an absolute extravagance. We went Matthew Harder. Holly teched it the first time, didn't she? Yeah, she mm. did. God rest her soul. And she complained yeah. the entire way through. Did she really? Yeah. She was like, oh, fucking... It's so boring. I'm like, well, don't do it. Like, I wouldn't have told. I wouldn't have, you know. Did she? Yeah. Every time we wanted to do a play, she so desperately wanted to be involved. Um, but I didn't have the heart to tell her she just isn't that good. Mm. Not not that good. She just isn't as good as some of the other people I had in mind. And I'm like, I I'm not gonna. I always blamed you as well. I'd be like, oh, you know, Ben, Ben, you know, he'll feel weird about casting you because it'll just seem like I'm cast because of our relationship. I guarantee. Sorry to sidebar here, but I guarantee if you go back through this podcast or maybe conversations that we've had, you're like. I never blame my friends for stuff. I never use them as a scapegoat. Lo and behold, here's a story. Look at you looking up to the sky. No, I said I never use her as a scapegoat. I never say, I never never said to my friends it was her fault. Or like, I can't come because of her. I would say, I would say, oh, I've got to go. And you were always like, why are you bailing? I was like, oh, I'm just tired. And you'd be like, fucking tired, little pussy. And I'd be like, no, really, it's because she's messaging me and being like, come on, come on. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> Anyways, let's, oh. not, let's not get deep into that. Sorry, I had your dysfunction reversed. Yeah, exactly. I thought it went the other way. Anyway. So, point is, mm. she wasn't happy. Yeah. And I, she, I couldn't cast her in the show. Because, um, well, mainly because... Uh, what's her name? Lizzie's better. <laughs> oh, Lizzie. Beautiful. Lizzie's an amazing actress. And I read yeah. back through the review Formidable. for the last brunch that she was in. This is all really great podcast content. Local theatre. You know theater. how I love local it. Local theatre, local person. But mm-hmm. yeah, they really, really sucked her dick on that show. They, and rather so, yeah. yeah. She was great. She earned it. Yeah. You did a... a film. Go on. You did a commercial... Not a commercial. You did something with Lizzie with for Village Cinemas. Oh, yeah. Short film. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And at the end of the short film, I, I, I saw it when I was at Village and I was standing waiting like to buy my tickets on that i looked up on the screen and i was like is that ben <laughs> <laughs> and there's just this short film playing of ben and, and and lizzie and they're like walking through you know we're working through one of the village cinemas and they go into a movie and i was like and then we had to go in and see our movie i was like put in my phone reminder google <laughs> google that later so i went home and watched it and then right at the end they're watching the movie together and they turn to each other and they're like give that look and then they go in for a kiss and i was like whoa whoa that was the most awkward kiss I've ever seen in my life. Like it was like something felt wrong, and they 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 like cut away, just at the wrong time. Like like they went in to kiss, and they like kind of kiss, and they cut away. I said that was weird. And I messaged Ben. I was like, that was weird. <laughs> like that was a weird kiss. Mm-hmm. And what was the reason? Um. Well, we just did what we were told to do because I didn't direct that. Yeah. And it was four thirty, five o'clock in the morning, and we'd been oh. shooting for like fourteen hours, twelve, fourteen hours, I think. And so we were both deliriously tired, falling asleep in the chair while they were setting up the shot. And then we're like, do you just want us to kiss or what? And they're like, oh, let's just, let's not, no, nah, we'll just go, just sort of lean in and across and it will be fine. I was like, all right, whatever. And so we did that. And that's... And that's why it looked weird because they were like, like inches away from each other's mouths and Ben had a bit of a beard and so it was like covering up and they like turned the heads. So, I mean, it kind of looked like they were kissing, but you could t- still tell they weren't touching lips mm. and it just, it was just weird. It was a weird looking kiss. Yeah, I don't think you can you can fake that on screen. You can do it on stage, I guess, because it's, like, it's so far away. But, yeah, but even then, the shot's so say, tight as well, it. I think. I mean, I've never watched it, but I assume <clears> this shot, it's got to be tighter than an audience member would be at a play. Yeah. So It was like they wanted to cut away just before you kissed, but they left it too long and you just kind of like floated on each other's mm. lips like there was something in between you. Why well, do you kiss? <laughs> just breathe ladies love ben. a good lip float <laughs> <laughs> they love to feel the wind between <laughs> did you say did you like put your hand up be like can we just kiss we we because we were just sitting there talking about it because we had nothing else to do besides fall asleep in the chair while they were setting it up and i think we both had just decided like well let's just do it it'll be what one two takes it's just that's the job mm. and then for some reason it all got turned around because i feel like Whoever we were talking to about it was like, yeah, okay, okay. And then at some point it had been decided and we were sitting there waiting for them to set up the shot. And then they just came back and went, you know what? Let's, let, why don't we just not? And then we'll, we'll do that and it'll be fine. And we'll, I was like, all right, I guess if my, the back of my head to the camera, you might be able to tell anyway, but apparently it's very noticeable. It's not very noticeable. It's just like, it's not that you can't see that you're not kissing. It's just, you can, there's an energy that says you're not kissing. Yeah. That's all it was. I watched it. I said, that was weird. And I don't know why. And, I think that's I almost know... more weird than if you could obviously tell that we weren't kissing. Mm. If you're just like, they're not kissing now, whatever. But you'd be like, hang on a minute. What the, f- what is going on here? This is, it sits with you much longer and weirder <laughs> yeah. if you can't tell exactly what the fuck isn't or is going on. 
I couldn't. I didn't know what we saw that night at the actual movies. I, I couldn't stop thinking about. <laughs> I was like, I just got to get home and Google this fucking movie. Smooth transition. So we are. Uh, we were talking last week with Garbett, talking about where you guys went to school, and you were like, we're at the worst school. Mm. Like we, we went to like the worst school in Victoria. And I was thinking, no, I'm pretty sure I went to the worst school in Victoria. I'm pretty sure and I then did. And <laughs> then I was thinking about Beck. I'm like, Beck's going to think she went to the worst school in Victoria. Frankston, Shepparton, launching place. <laughs> mm. All these. What was what? What makes your school so bad? Um, uh, one of the kids in year 10 on the summer holidays um, got his head cut off by another kid no. who went to the school. Yeah, he, the other one went to jail. And we had a kid at the back of the Oval where all the smokers go overdose on horse tranquilizer. Um, there were fights that would, you know, the, you have a fight in school and the teachers come and break it up and the kids get suspended. We had a lot of proper fights that would just start and end naturally yeah. without any teacher intervening. Yeah. And they'd sort of just do some post hoc investigation afterwards and be like, well, you're probably going to be suspended if we can prove that you had a fight. Um, what else? Do you top any of those, Beck? My... The shittiness of my school was more like a structural funding thing. Like all of our classrooms were completely falling apart and, you know, everybody's uniform was just a piece of shit and it was just, it was that kind of stuff, you know. We had a girl, murderer stepdad, chop all these limbs off and then bury his torso in their backyard and put all the limbs in a toilet out just outside of town. One of those drop toilets that just goes into the ground. Um the most heinous part of that story is the fact that they had a drop toilet in the 21st century. <laughs> we um. Now, hang on. Her dad didn't go to the school. No. It's not school related then. All right. You, we, it's just something that happened in your town. We had fights. When our, one of our fights, the, uh, the, these two girls, these two like year seven girls were like fighting and really scrapping. And the principal just grabbed one of them and choked her up against the locker. <laughs> he got in a lot of trouble for that. Didn't get fired, obviously. <laughs> we had a, a couple of teachers who were like sort of a little bit pedo-ish pedo-ish yeah yeah like nobody ever nothing was ever proven but just sort of everybody knew that about them and they somehow just kept their jobs mm. one of my teachers said to my brother come up to the front of the class and sit in my chair and sat in his chair he said see why i love my job and you could see up all the girls skirts mm. <clears throat> why why I mean, why your brother why your brother's like i got a kindred spirit here i guess that's it <laughs> okay a teenager sure yeah but him, of all the teenage boys, he went, he's Matt Arter's brother. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's in prison now, but yeah. <laughs> um, he's not in prison, by the way. <laughs> um, one of our teachers ran over a bunch of uh, backpackers. <laughs> bunch of <laughs> and then, uh, And then he was like in therapy and that. And the students used to jump out in front of his car. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Yeah. Oh, so evil. That started at like an all-school brawl out on the Oval. Go on. And the teachers, the students would jump out in front of his car and be like, oh, what's his name's Mr. Mr. Cohen. He'd be like, oh, Mr. Cohen. And then and the son would be like, yo, that's not cool. He's that. And then that built into a full-school brawl of people who were like, he killed backpackers. And people were like, it was an accident. <laughs> not me, obviously. I was in the band room practicing. Like two political parties. <laughs> yeah. The accidentes and the, <laughs> the culpables. <laughs> Vote accidenti. <laughs> got any more hmm? got any more um look what? off the top of my head i don't know what was the atar your year hmm? what was the atar your year then would have been enter oh yeah what was the old <laughs> oh yeah it was enter. Yeah, it been enter. Yeah, exactly no i was thinking there was an even older one but it was enter what was the enter what do you mean the atar the enter who was the top who was the ducks 
No one paid attention to that. Really? You didn't no. know what the Ducks was? Mm-mm. No. 92. Yeah, it was 88. Yeah. Which was fairly low for a Ducks. Mm. Is probably the lowest I've ever... And no one's ever been like, our Ducks was... Because always like, oh, our Ducks is 99.8, 99 point, you know, way up there. And then someone would be like, our Ducks... Like the bad schools would be like, our Ducks was like 94. Like, our Ducks was 88, like below 90. That's rough. The fact that you even know the Ducks is mind-boggling to me. It's just a thing. It's just because you know, at the like graduation ceremony, they bring them up and they, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's such an important school. You guys had a graduation ceremony? Yeah. Valedictory? Yeah. We don't have that. Don't you have like a... You go I into think the, Ben's winning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, did you have gowns and stuff like uni? No, no, no. no you no, just no, wore no. like what you'd wear to a formal. We went to like the auditorium, oh, okay. like the where we have the assemblies, and just sat there and. Oh, we did have one of those. You all yeah. get your, your but like we and wore sneakers and shit. Like oh. it wasn't. So we, we were in our school uniforms. Oh, we are. Yeah. No. Like, okay. During maybe he's time. winning now because we we had an after school thing where you'd go and parents would come and you kind of. Well, we had valedictory. Yeah. Okay. Which that's is, different. I don't know, because you're a couple years behind us. Yeah, I mean, it's not that far. Does everyone have valedictory? Is that like a public... I don't know what it is. That was like this, you go and you can bring... It's like a dinner celebration sort of thing. You can bring two people. Yeah, that sounds like what ours was. And people get like, you know, most loved student. Yeah, yeah, that was our thing, yeah. I think my award was most likely to be famous. Ben O's award, that. most popular guy, and he always goes on about it. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, he's like, hey, do you know I got most popular guy 2012? <laughs> Still does that all the fucking the time. All the fucking time. I got um, five points added onto my ATAR because of the school I went to. Like, that was a government yeah, initiative yeah. because I was from a dis- disenfranchised school. How does that... They're just going to pad the stats to make you seem smarter? That doesn't... What's the point of that? Because... Um, Something to do with the bell curve of like everybody in my year level was so fucking dumb mm. that they dragged my score down. That's but your individual score is still judged against the rest of the state. But that's how it works. It's but like, it's also judged against everybody in your school. Yeah. You get brought down depending on your school and then and then it's something like that. It's a weird that system. That can't be the case. Because it's, it's like it makes no fucking the way sense. the fucking system works it's dumb. is like if you got an ATAR of 70... You're in the top thirty percent. If you got an ATAR of eighty, you're in the top twenty percent. It's not. Yeah. It's not a score bait. But then you get brought up and down on that score depending on well you on on how well your school did. And so if you're in a disadvantaged school, you get an extra you know five percent added on like that kind of shit. Yeah. So they're so saying you the were smarter despite the environment you were in. So you got five points because you got a certain level. So like you need even more because you flourished in this cesspool that we've raised you I in. think anybody was eligible for the extra points. I didn't need them because I wanted to study drama and my ATAR was fine for that. I don't know. It might have made the difference to somebody else. I don't know. I don't know about that. I'll have to sit down and have a big think. It's not it. individual to Beck. Everyone in her school got a bump up because yeah. of the school. Right, okay. So, so like, what are you, whatever you've done, whatever you've achieved at this school is in spite of it, not because of it. Yes, exactly. Right. So yeah. our, our ducks got 88 with the bump up. So mm. even even less. So. Maybe we got to think about putting a bigger handicap on that school. Yeah. What they should do is bring the other bigger kids bumper. down. You know, teach them a real thing, teach them <laughs> life. <laughs> You've all failed. Now go out there and work twice as hard. Not you tried your best. Here's extra. Here's good points for studying while trying to avoid getting knifed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you didn't get pregnant. Yay. You didn't get pregnant. No. Oh. Not to the full term. <laughs> my Deb, my Deb partner got pregnant. At Deb. <laughs> and from who? <laughs> no. Now, when we were when we were kids, we both had a like a pregnancy scare. We were both worried that we'd gotten our respective partners pregnant. Okay. Um, Wait, each other's partners? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was worried that her partner had got her pregnant. I was worried that I'd gotten my girlfriend pregnant. 
Right. And that was like, we were like talking about it all the time. Guess who won that battle? (laughs) 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 Fucking idiots. (laughs) Such a garbage person. (laughs) Hey, Beck. Mm. Smooth transition. (gasps) What's it like living with your mum again? Hmm. Yeah, good question. I mean, I'm quite lucky because my mum and I get along really well. We're very, very similar, although I don't always like to admit it. Um, so for a bit of background for everybody, because it's very interesting. Oh, <laughs> I moved out of home like two years ago to move in with my then boyfriend. <laughs> anyway, that inevitably broke down. Uh, and my mother also was ending her relationship with the person she was living with. And so we were both suddenly in need of somewhere to live. So we were like... <laughs> What? <laughs> what? She was like, I ended up my, you know, I broke up <laughs> my partner, and she was breaking with her partner, and then we fucked. That's, <laughs> what the that's hell? I know. That's, that's the exact joke that came into my head, and I was like, Jesus. "What is going on in your head, Matt?" For everybody listening at home, that's funny because my mum's gay. No, it's just funny because incest, you know, it's always funny. Yeah, the being related doesn't come into it apparently. No, no, no. (laughs) Keep going. Uh, Anyway, so we were just like, why don't we rent a place together? And so that's what we did. (laughs) And then we fucked. What? No, keep going. Keep going. Um, And it's really good. I don't know. I'm home alone most of the time because she's out. She's got more of a social life than I do. Good on her. So it's pretty chill. Yeah. I I feel like I have a different environment if I move back with my parents. But yeah, don't want to do that. You it doesn't. Good. It doesn't feel like living at home because we, oh, yeah, we share yeah. bills and everything. So, did you have that arrangement when you when you moved in? Were you like, this needs to be like not a mum daughter relationship? Yeah, we had that conversation a number of times, and we're still having that conversation because we both forget on occasion. It's probably the twenty odd years of being raised by. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. You lived with your sister recently. Yeah. Was that weird? No. All right. Well, fuck. <laughs> I was trying to fuel some bloody, you know. A bit of controversy here, but you both got nothing. You both love your family. Fuck. I love my mum. It's just not great uh, fodder for conversation, I think. I have a question. Yeah. How dare you? Go on. In the middle of the night, oh, sneak no. into my house. When? Uninvited. When? Let me finish, sir. Okay. You hack into my personal computer <laughs> where I do my work and keep my files. You infiltrate my home network. And change my Wi-Fi password without my consent or knowledge. These um, things did happen. Mm-hmm. These things did happen. It sounds bad. It was it was early this morning, and Ben worked late last night, so he was asleep. And Georgia said to me, "Is something wrong with the internet?" And I was like, "No, no, it's all fine." And then I had to go in and sort it out. And in order to do that, I had to change the Wi-Fi password because it just wouldn't work. I don't know why. And then I had to get his password to log into his computer, which she knew. And then I did it, and that was all I did. I didn't do anything else. Which I now have to change, <laughs> because I don't want you knowing the password, so you can keep going in and changing my computer background to pictures of medical vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this time I did a medical, medical? penis. Medical I like it when it's just the picture, oh, but then that's, it's got, that's all, all, the, for, isn't it? it's got all the tags, and it tells you which bits are which. Ah. Yeah, so I did that with the penis today. Yeah, not medical vaginas, sorry. Medical pictures of vaginas. Yes, I see. Hey, remember last week? <sighs> sorry, I want, I want to talk about Barely, my, my hacking abilities. In the last podcast, we were talking about how I got really... I felt connected to Ben because he uh, he was getting mad at his chair and getting mad at inanimate objects. I did that yesterday and I nearly... He was adorable. He had his little hat on <laughs> and his sneakers and he was Nothing out else. there. 
in his older version of my car. <laughs> <laughs> my tail lights and my brake lights are out, and I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta change these over. And I cracked them open, like I, I took the the light, the, what's it called, the fixture, the outside of it off. Cracking it open is a very apt way of describing what you did yeah. to that car. <laughs> <laughs> so I took it off, and I went to get the bulb, and one of them, the bulb was just gone. And then the other one, well, the bulb was gone and the thing was broken. The like socket. it was missing? The bulb was what? The gone. bulb was go- gone. Gone. There's no R in that word. <laughs> gone. What book are you reading at the moment, Matt? <sighs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the bulb was gone. Gone, girl. The bulb was gone. I can't do it the other. Shut up. How would you say it, Ben? Because now I'm... No, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Gone. <laughs> gone. <laughs> so the bulb was gone and the uh, socket that the bulb goes into was broken. And I was like, where's the, it's just gone. <laughs> it's not coming back. And then I went over to the other one and I cracked it open and the socket where the bulb was broken, but the bulb was rolling around mm. inside the casing really loose. And I'm like, someone's pranked me. Someone's broken into my car and stolen my bulbs and now they're gone. <laughs> and then tried to steal the other one and it's just gone in. So now I have two broken sockets and, and, and one bulb rattling around <laughs> inside my brake lights. Had you changed them since <laughs> no. buying the car? Okay, so no. you don't know if they were ever there. Well, I knew they worked. Um, he didn't know that. I know that. <laughs> Do you know, know that, that for sure. Anyway, so I fixed it, but it was a whole thing. He came out, he was, he was like helping, but he wasn't helping. He was doing this thing where he was just like standing there going, you should order a thing online. And I'm like, okay, I'll order that online. It'll come in a few weeks. Yeah, Ben's version of helping. I'm great, familiar. Great, great I stuff. never said... And he was listen. like, he's like, what's the point of doing this? I'm like, well, I can't drive around without brake lights. I could do something temporarily to fix it. But you drove around all day without brake lights. Yeah, but then, now that I know, I can't do it. My advice know? wasn't to go online and order something. I said, go to pick apart, drive your car to pick apart and just get those two bits and put them in. But how am I going to do that? I don't even know where the fucking thing is. I'm like, well, you plug that, you unplug that, you push that through the hole and you plug it back in, you got a new one. Oh, that's... How am I supposed to do that? And I've got no brake lights for fucking six weeks. Why didn't he borrow your car? Well, well hold on. Because this is the bit that that mm. that I was nearly unnecessarily mad about. Mm. Yes. Because he, he went inside and I was just like, yeah. and I'm sweating and it's hot and there's kids playing next door. I'm like, shut <laughs> the fuck up. And he messaged me and says, how old are you? And I was like, absolutely not. I'm going to go in there and tear his ass all open. I'm like... What is like? What is that got to do with fucking my ability to fuck? And then he, he messaged me straight after. He goes, "Oh, it doesn't matter. I was gonna let you borrow my car. Yeah. You have to be a certain age." And I was like, "Lucky I didn't go in and just go <laughs> off for no reason at all." Because <laughs> I thought you were saying, "How old are you? Grow up. Get a better car." <laughs> <laughs> you must Which have I known. think at well, we'll get to that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure when I was your age and we were friends, you I had a car that was better than your car, and you went, "Aren't you too old to have a car like that?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I never shit. knew you when we were my age. Yeah, you did. I knew you when you were 25. I got one year left until I have to get a, a car with a, a watery window in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did know. I'm, I'm, I'm upset with myself because I thought it would have revved him up more, not less, <laughs> to have answered the question. Because I was like, how old are you? Knowing full well he was under 26. And then being like, why? I was like, oh, never mind. I was going to offer you my car, but now I'm not. I could have just thought that and not send it to you in a message. But I was trying to tip you over the edge. <laughs> you, you just, I just wanted to hear a light fixture fly down the street. <laughs> and it, was a kid. it was that, it was that <laughs> close. It was I was really quite close to just smashing it. I was like, I can't do that because then I'll just be driving around with two bulbs hanging out the back of my car. Yep. And my help was somewhat like, what are you doing? Because the way you were trying to fix it was the most ridiculously intricate and it just wasn't going to work way of doing it. It worked in the end though, didn't it? 
for now, but like as soon as the car starts to vibrate, it's all just going to come loose. He's like gaffer taped mm. these bulbs into the socket, and they're always trying to press their way out because they're bayonet clips. Yeah. So it's just going to go at some point when he's driving along. Didn't do that. Hey, that was the original idea, and I was like, it's not going to work. And you know what's worst of all? I was like, this isn't going to work, and when it doesn't work, he's going to say something. So I need to find some way, to, some other way to fix it. So I've like, I've like. <laughs> so I did help then through yeah, motivation so. and spite. So I've like feel like lined the bulb socket You're welcome. with blue tack so it's in there and it's like stuck in there and it can't move and I'm like alright it's going to be very difficult to remove later on and I'll probably smash the bulb in my hands but it's there <laughs> it's in and it's going I'll deal with that later and I won't deal with it later no, you won't. it's going to work for a year now and and then I'll deal with it's it it's done the car is roadworthy-ish what is there left to do <laughs> exactly <laughs> I think we might be kindred spirits in a way because uh, Stephen Clivens used to make fun of me for MacGyvering things like that to the point that it's just like, you're MacGyvering that? When I would just tape things and lacquer band stuff together and leverage something on something else. Like, nah, yeah, that's right. That'll work. So what's the point of spending money if I can do it for free right here and it's done? Well, because if you spend the money, it's going to work for much longer and be proper and yeah, But this could, this could work for a while. I don't know. You know, I might as well try this. Until your car burns to the ground, I'm sure it'll function fine. But I don't. I googled it, and Blue Tack is fine. It's not going to light on fire or overheat or anything. Oh no, no. There's so many other reasons your car's <laughs> yeah. going to burn to the ground <laughs> in a very short period of time. Yeah, I just take fuses out and like different fuses in different spots. I'm like, all right, like I don't need a cigarette lighter and I don't need a car alarm. <laughs> uh, we've discussed your car on this podcast. Did we not talk about it with Garbett last yeah, week? Yeah, we did. All right, fine. We the won't indicator in the airbag. I'm just making sure we've covered it all off. <laughs> the airbag. The airbag. Mm-mm. Have either of you got one of those airbags that might kill you? Have you heard about that? Mm. Probably. I do. I haven't taken it in to get fixed yet. It's well, complete, the beauty it's of completely yours free. Is, that's why I unplugged it. Yeah. Yours uh, is going to function, great. so I don't stress about yeah. that. No worries. <laughs> As you go through the windscreen... I'll be thinking... And you're thank- hurtling through the air. You're like, <laughs> thank fuck that airbag didn't go off. I'll go hurtling through the air and I'll land through the glass of the other person's car and their airbag will go off and I'll be like, oh, good one. It's a good one. It's a good airbag. <laughs> Chase a bit of glass out of my chest, please. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know so, if I have one or not, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll never know. And when he does know, it'll be too late. For you. So, um, <laughs> moving on. Um, Smooth. How, oh, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about this, Beck. Oh, boy. Oh, no. But I'm going to ask. You're, you're teaching kids at the moment? Teaching is a strong word. Yeah. Even though the courts have specifically asked her not to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I am working with what you might call at-risk youth. Okay. Uh, I don't think anyone who isn't in that job would call it that. That's what they've asked me to call it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't uh, think anyone knows those terms who isn't in the well, biz. Well, it just means that they're, they've come from a rough household or they're having a hard time at school for one reason or another and they've been diverted into this theatre program that I'm helping manage to sort of teach them how to be people. <laughs> Through theatre. Through theatre. Through theatre. Which is the worst way to teach a person how to be a person. Oh, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because theatre people are not human beings. No, that's true. We just walk around around in a blaze of ego and (laughs) cheese. That's my my story. Okay. Is it all right? Are they like... I've only done it for one week so far. Oh, okay. They're going to be a handful, I think. I've got... So do they want to be there? Uh, Probably about half of them do. And half of them have been uh, forced into it by a counsellor or their principal or something like that. So, you know, I've got 17 weeks to devise something with them. And if you don't know what devised theatre is, it's a fucking nightmare at the best of times. It's a nightmare when you're an adult. Yep. And then you get kids to devise things. And I'm not getting paid for it, so we'll see. Devising things is like in that other podcast, 
for the podcast listeners when Ben was talking about how he's like, okay, I'll be a rabbit and you'll be a bear and I could be getting an abortion and you could be like the doctor. Like that sort yeah. of fucking nonsensey shit. Garbage art. I hate kids. So, <laughs> who is this for? Beth? What? You're in a room with a bunch of people who don't want to be there and you're not being paid for it. Yeah. It's like a, it's a community outreach sort of program. It's funded by the church. And oh, eight, eight oh here we go. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So... Let's put someone who's not being paid for something into a bunch of in a room with a bunch of people who don't want to be there. Yep. And just see what happens. That's pretty. This much is for going. you. Yep. Right. <laughs> These kids are gonna fucking grow, or else. Uh huh. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's no good. So Have check you... back in seventeen weeks. Yeah. <laughs> they might all be dead. Oh my god. <laughs> Have you taught kids before? Hmm? Have you taught kids before? Or done anything with kids? Um, just a sort of like a off the books mentor, you know, on the mean streets, just like there'll be some kids slinging drugs and I'll be up walking up to them. I'm like, Hey, what's going on dogs? Like not much old man. I'm like, could an old man do this? And then I'll jump off my skateboard and dunk the ball. Like, Whoa, hang on. This guy's actually pretty hip. Maybe you got some life lessons for us, big man. I'm like, Hey, take a seat. Let's wrap. And I just lay the whole thing out for him. And you're wearing a bum bag. Yep, big time. Hey, Matt, in future editing, make sure you take that snippet <laughs> and, and turn it into some sort of animated thing. Can you put some like Love early you. 90s, like, bits, 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 <laughs> Love you, Matt. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> yeah. Do I taught that. a kid guitar once because I broke his arm. <laughs> I gave him free guitar. Is that teaching him guitar system? or taunting him with a guitar? Like, look what I can <laughs> no, do with no. my functioning wrist, bitch. No, it was like a year later. And I was okay. like, and they were like, oh, he wants guitar lessons. Can you teach him? I was like, yeah, I'll do it for free. Because I still felt bad about breaking mm-hmm. this year seven kid's arm. Now sit down, Justin. If you fuck this up, remember what happens. <laughs> no, no, I was doing dancing. No, I was do- I was dancing with him. Daunting. I was like, doing showing this move in this musical we're doing at school and i threw him and the other people were supposed to catch him and they didn't catch him and he just fell back landed on his arm and just totally dislocated it how is that him. your fault then well i i because i threw him and i didn't quite inform the people of okay what was going on. i think I we're getting to I the heart just, of the issue i just yeah? assumed they would get into my head also this wasn't he wasn't dancing with me I was just sort of doing my own thing and he happened to be nearby. So I grabbed him and flung him. <laughs> and we weren't at musical rehearsals. I was just kicking the shit out of him. <laughs> this was at the bus stop and we were dancing because he wouldn't give me his lunch money. It looked like he dislocated his arm because it was going, it was around the other way. <gasps> and then when he went to, I went to hospital with him. Like I went in the ambulance and everything and they got there and it was like chill. It's like, and I was like with him. I was like, it'll be chill dude. Like it's dislocated. Um, they'll just, you know, they'll put it in place and it'll be good. You'll be back. You'll be home by tonight. And then we got there. They were like, they did scans and that, and they came in. And they were like, "So it's not dislocated; <laughs> it's completely snapped down, oh no. down uh, parallel, like parallel with the arm and horizontal along the arm in four, four, four directions." Nice. And I was just like, head in my hands. I'm like, "Oh no, I've ruined." And so, how did you come to your medical diagnosis? Because you're obviously at odds with the, the professionals <laughs> at the hospital. So, who won like, in the I was end? Like, sure, because it was facing the wrong way. Listen, was- guys, give me five minutes. I'll pop it back. I don't think the X-rays <laughs> are showing the full story here. <laughs> So like we have to put our you know like forty five bolts through your arm. And I was like oh great, and we just get bolts in his arm and that. And so they did that and they took him into surgery and I hung around. And then in surgery he needed a blood transfusion halfway through because things were going bad. And I was like what is happening right now? <laughs> this poor kid. And then he came out and he like like he was sitting in the hospital room and I was in there with him and I was talking to him and he just wasn't looking at me. <laughs> he was looking across the room and I was like oh, this is the worst I've ever felt in my entire goddamn life. Shouldn't have been lippy though. <laughs> Shouldn't have been lippy. I wouldn't have thrown you. Maybe if you're light on your feet, you wouldn't have broken arm right now. So then I thought. I, so then I thought, 
free guitar lessons. That'll make us even. <laughs> <laughs> he probably owes you, if anything. Oh, he's huge now as well, by the way. Because he's like, just turned 20 and he is massive. He could destroy me. Break your arm. What yeah, do you he, mean? He, Maybe he will. He's like built. Like he's a oh, big... I thought you meant like he was successful in the music industry because no, of your no, lessons. No. He's okay. a big kid with big muscles and a big beard. And I'm like, fuck, that kid could kick the shit out of me. He probably could still break his arm though because you know his weakness, don't you? Yeah. I know that he's got frail little fucking elbows. Just got to remember which is the one that I got to... I know exactly which one it is because I could see him there laying on the floor in my, in my nightmares. And you were there. Mm-hmm. And you were there. Full circle. And Full I got circle, mad at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's my experience with teaching kids. So my only <laughs> advice, Beck, is break everyone's arms. Okay, no problem. Yeah. Unless they look like they're going to get big. Then don't break their mm. arms. No, do it before they get big. Oh my God, I keep forgetting the ad read. Hey, oh my God. Speaking of breaking arms, we'd like to remind you that this episode of the GMAP podcast is brought to you by the independent developer and publisher Tiny Build made games like Hello Neighbor, Speedrunners, Cluster Truck, Guts and Glory, Party Hard, and Punch Club. For more information, follow at TinyBuild on Twitter and visit TinyBuild.com. Thank you, TinyBuild, for supporting this episode of the GMAT Podcast. Me and Ben have been working out a fair bit. Yes, you're both looking very good, if I might say so. He's talking about me, mainly. Yeah, I've been doing much, so I don't doubt it. Um, do you want to tell Beck about the backwards planks? <laughs> Oh, speaking of seeing things in your nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, hang on, I'm unplugging it first. You dickhead. He's been very good. Like, he hasn't been laughing at me or making fun of me. Mostly. While I'm... <laughs> while I'm do- I mean, in private, obviously, with George later on. No, not shit. at all. <laughs> I worked out with you one time. I know, I know the deal. Did you? You don't remember? No. <laughs> was it uni? It was in the uni gym. Oh, you were there, yeah. <laughs> Did you make fun of you? You went and did your own thing, and I did my own thing. Oh, you kind of showed me how to do a couple of things, and then you left me alone and kind of giggled in the corner because I couldn't do it. I think I don't remember giggling. I just went and did my own thing. No, sorry, it was a manly chuckle, I'm sure. No, I just went and did my own thing. Yeah. All right. Um, So, we're doing stuff. Matt, he likes to try and avoid. He doesn't avoid hard work, but his body will try and give itself a break by just talking shit. So, he'll just. He'll just try and riff on nothing the whole time because you'll make him do push-ups and he'll do some push-ups. My life is riffing on And then he like, tries right. to distract you. Yeah, like, all right, come do some squats now. And he's like, yeah. I mean, it's like... Rah, rah. And he'll just start you know, pointing out stuff. It's the most prolific material creation you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> <laughs> this it's... podcast would be so good if we worked out while we were doing it because I can, I can talk about anything while I'm working out. Yeah. Yeah, he'll just... It's like Robin Williams. He'll just see a towel on the ground and be like, oh my God, what is this over here? Huh? And he'll just start doing bits. <laughs> Um, so we're doing stuff and when he's not shit talking, he'll do a thing and he'll be like, oh, this is just uncomfortable. It feels like my back, uh, uh, something hurts and he's talking about something hurting or something like that. So he starts to do planks and he's complaining about his back or his shoulders. No, it was his shoulders because he just done a bunch of shoulder exercises mm. and then holding himself up on his elbows was, you know, his shoulders were just really worn out. Like, That's all right. Fair enough. You've done a lot of shoulder stuff roll over onto your back and we'll do these like hollow body half boat things where yeah, you yeah, basically you just keep your ass on the ground you lift your heels off the ground you lift your back off the ground you just sort of sit there and mm. test your abs it's good for your core and he's doing fine with the planks he's got a nice straight plank going so I'm like this will be fine for him this is just a different way of doing it because it'll take the tension off his elbows because he's lying on his back now so he lies down to do it and <laughs> he lies on his back and he starts to do it 
And I'm like, we'll just go for 10 seconds. <laughs> and his face goes really red and he's just staring off into the distance. And he's got the thousand yards there. He's not focusing on anything. And I see his face tighten up like, breathe. And he goes, <laughs> just one shot of air out. <laughs> and he starts to just fold into a ball. And his right leg just starts going up into the air. Like, if you ever watch like UFC or something, some sort of mixed martial arts when someone gets knocked out and they fall to the ground and the leg just goes stiff and stays right up in the air. <laughs> it just started to raise way higher than everything else and he started to slowly tip over. <laughs> I think we made it to seven seconds and he stopped and he just collapsed and went, oh, my back! Something in my back! It's, oh, I shouldn't sit like that. It's just like, I am just feel like I'm not supposed to bend that way and I'm folding in half. <laughs> 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 it was it was hard. It was really hard. For how, do you, how do you feel now? I still hate them. Yeah. I, I still stand by the fact that I shouldn't bend that way. <laughs> I could. It's like it's like I bend into the middle. And my my arms go towards my legs, but then also my back starts to like curl, and the, my belly button points out, and I'm like, whoa, what is going on there? And I just can't control it, and then I feel like. I feel like I'm doing some sort of weird yoga pose and it's it just feels weird on my back. I was like, let's just go back to planks because that's fucking gross. Probably have like a weird center of gravity. Something like that. Yeah. What I was talking about is when I lay on my back, my back doesn't touch the ground. It's just my shoulders and my ass because I got a big fat ass and my shoulders. And then there's just a whole bunch of space between my arms. So my maybe, back feels weird. Maybe you got a curved spine or something. I probably do. Mm-hmm. I probably do have a curved spine. It's not the only thing. I've, there's only two things I've really had trouble with and that was that. And then the other one we were like, just uh, put the put the weight bar on your shoulders, and I was like, oh, I right. can't fucking. This would be too hard to describe. Doing a front squat, mm. where you hold the bar, you sit it on the front of your shoulder, and so your chin's kind of over it, and you just squat down with the weight on the front. But for some reason, he's like, it won't stay on my shoulders. It's not on my shoulders. I might raise your elbows more. That'll keep your arms up, and it'll put it on your shoulder. And whenever he does that, the bar rolls into his neck, and he goes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I sat there for ages without the weight on it, just trying to get the bar, just trying to find out where the bar sits. And I, no matter what I did, I was always choking myself, or it was on my arms, not my shoulders. I'm like, I can't do it. We got to do something else. This shit, I hate this. Enough. I'm done with it. And that was a good day because the day before I was hungover, so the workout was shit. Mm-hmm. And that day I was like, yeah, this is good. This is good. I can get around this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's been a, it's been a joy working out with Ben. It's actually been alright. It's been really good. Because I really need someone to say, shut up, but keep going. Ben's good for that. Yeah. Yeah. He's good to tell me to shut up. Mm. All right. One last thing in the, in the podcast. Okay. I see a lot of tired faces in the room. We bent Optus over the table. <laughs> bent wow. them over the table, pushed their face into the coffee table and just took them to town. I didn't really... Daddy. I was more of an observer. I wanted to turn on the phone. Yeah. And I was like, just give us a second. <laughs> Let me at her. We had to, we get the letter and everyone in Australia is going to be getting this letter, obviously at some point. Buckle up. Where they say, we just got NBN. I bet people in America are like, just got <laughs> NBN five years ago. So we're finally getting it and they're like, oh, we get, you have to sign up. And if you don't sign up, you just don't get internet. And we're like, well, we're happy with our plan. We want to stay on this plan. It's like, no, 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 no. You have to take NBN and it, you get charged more. I'm like, well, I mean, it, it is faster, but our speeds are good. I'm like, oh, what's the point? But we have to. So we call them up to try and work it out. I'm like, I'm going to try and call them up and I'm just going to try and keep our plan because we're on a contract. I was going to say, we'll stay on this contract and keep paying the same amount because we're in a contract and you give us the NBN because you're making us do that. And I thought that'd be how it'd work. It could be like, that's, you know, we're in a contract and you're forcing us. We want to keep paying the same and that'd work. It'd be really good. No worries. 
and we call them up and I went through it with the lady for ages and ages and ages. We were talking about it and I was like, look, I work from home and I really need the internet. And then he was laughing at me because I, because his approach to, uh, to people on the phone is to be like, now listen, you fuck, listen, all right, now you fuck you, this, you're going to give it to me and I'm not going to get off the phone until it gets sorted. And I'm like, please give me. I think there's here. slight exaggerations of both of ours. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you said I was being a little cuck boy and I was like, well, that's hundred percent true. I said one time I said, so come on, help us out. Will you? That was please. the only thing I said that was cucky. Please. He said, please. Please, on, please can you do a thing you're not obliged to do, but I want you to do. You you begged for them to do. <laughs> she refused to give us $10 off our monthly bill. And her compromise was to give us the next six months free. We went, listen, you drive a hard bargain. <laughs> immediately. What? Immediately. Like we looked at each other and it was uh, like, and then was like, I was like, I was like, can you just explain that again to me? She's like, well, sure, Mr. Matthew, sir. Um, we will, instead of uh, charging, taking off the $10 off your, of your monthly bill, we will give you the next six months free. You pay for the first month, and then on the seventh month, you will be billed. Continue. And I was like... He freaked out. He was like, no worries. You, and she's like, I'm just going to check that. And he put everything on mute, put the phone away. I was like, don't fuck this up. No one say anything. I'm like, <laughs> also ask him about the, cause the bill we got for the cable that we've signed up for. That seems bullshit because they're charging us for a full setup and they didn't do a full setup. So let's just pay whatever the lower fees. He's like, let's just get off the phone with this one. We'll get this deal through and then we'll call back and speak to someone mm-hmm. else about that because I don't want to... Beck like, gets it. Like Beck he, gets it. But and she, Ben's like, and ask them about the fruit basket. Come on. <laughs> but he's, he's saying like, if she comes on and goes, actually, I forgot... What I said then is incorrect, Matthew. I can give you only $5 off. Like, no, no, verbal contract, verbal contract. <laughs> I should somehow realize and be able to not be able to renege on it. I wanted to I wanted to get this done before she realized what a massive mistake she was yeah. making. Six months of free internet. Yeah, right So on. insane. And, and that was it. I was like, let's get this done. And I've got this. So it's done. We're getting the text. It's getting installed. All Dunzel. And they, they, they are going to, yeah. He wouldn't give me the phone. I wanted to take the phone. This is before this deal happened. He was like, give me the phone. I also wanted to thank it after because I wanted to be like now listen I don't know about this six months free internet thing I think we can do better just watch his face fucking explode (laughs) (laughs) he would he would give up six months of free internet just to have an argument yeah (laughs) it's worth it to me (laughs) so take that Optus you fucks yeah fuck you for doing a good deal for us and obliging us when we thought that it was I don't feel like she meant to do such a good deal what do you mean she just accidentally said six months was like well I have said it now I have to do it she, she, how could she go that instead of the other option I reckon they've just got a prescribed list of things they're allowed to do for you and she probably and she was like, that was probably just the next one I was like okay I'm not going to do that yeah. I, don't <clears> think, I don't imagine they'd be allowed to improvise so the good news on that is the uploads are going to be so much better so GMAT streams are yeah. going to go off speaking of GMAT streams twitch.tv forward slash little GMAT go follow me on Twitch I'm streaming there basically all the fucking time Mm, that is a lot. Yeah, Too a much. lot of streams. Hey, you settle. <laughs> um, but yes, this this internet story directly affects people listening. Yeah. There's the 1080p streams now. Crisp. Crispy crisp. I'll up the frame rate. It'll be great. Mm. If, you're, uh, if you're listening to this podcast on yeah. iTunes, no, uh, you can rate it five stars no, and you is. can uh, give us a comment and that kind of thing. And uh, on Anchor, you can give us a, a, a little... If you can find it. And Spotify, of course, where most people listen just... Press the little heart button and like the uh, like it. Go to youtube.com forward slash C forward slash the real GMAT. Just go to the real GMAT on YouTube and you can find all the videos that go up there all the time. Thanks, Pepper. No worries. Thanks been, for having me. It's been guys. an absolute joy. <laughs> Guess what next week is? Yeah, you're welcome. No worries. I can't. <laughs> the next next week is the 
much anticipated return of Aiden Resurrected. to the podcast. The it's been like seven podcasts since Aiden's been on, and the fans <laughs> how are beside themselves. was your themselves. holiday, Aiden? Oh, I was away for seven podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Well, as I said, I said I can measure time in podcasts now. <laughs> so he'll be back on the podcast in fine form. I can't imagine he's got much to say. He's only been across the world. (laughs) He'll have a PowerPoint presentation. We might not even have to be here. He can just do... You do the intro for him. Hello, welcome to episode 31 of the Mad G-Mad podcast with your tiny build. And then just let him go for four hours. Sent me a text the other day. Really? He said, I got you a present. Want to see a picture of it? (laughs) I was like, what is it? He goes, I got you a a vase. I was like, okay. He sent me a picture of this vase. And I was like, I can smoke out of that vase, can't I? (laughs) He was like, yes. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) 